One of my favorite Pinoy love language is pasalubong. Filipinos, there's millions of overseas workers in the diaspora. A pasalubong, whether coming home from the office or a pasalubong alabalik bayam box, means love to many Filipinos. Let's explore this endearing Pinoy love language and when it goes awry. Like when someone keeps asking you for, Asan ang pasalubong ko? Are Filipinos truly bilingual? We use the same language at home, but speak in love languages foreign to each other, together but separated. Kamusta? I'm Rowan, licensed psychotherapist mom, immigrant twice, first-generation Pinay raising my mixed Filipino-American children in America. I found that after visiting 500 Filipino homes, I continue to be a student of the culture. In this podcast, we would be seatmates in this beautiful cultural classroom. And by the way, did I tell you I need my kaping barako straight from Batangas before each class? If you're interested in learning the deep intricacies of the Filipino culture, especially as it merged with American culture, talks about trauma-informed care and deepening your Filipino relationships across generations, which includes my fave topic, Pinoy love languages, you're in the right place. This episode is brought to you by the 7 Pinoy Love Language course. If you want to amplify your Pinoy Love Language fluency, check out the case examples in the Pinoy Love Language course, like the case of the critical mom, Bunso and his restless heart, and many more. Check all the links in the show notes. Also, you can leave a voicemail to this Pinay therapist. If you scroll down the show notes, there's a space there to leave a voicemail. Be so stoked, really, to hear your voice. Thank you in advance. Hi, everyone. It's me again, Rowan, with uh, you today with the Pinoy Love Language Podcast. You know, when I think about Pasalubong, I think about my parents. They work really late at night. And when I was growing up, we have lots of Dunkin' Donuts actually in Manila where I grew up. I feel like even from afar, like from them just getting out of their car, I could really already smell the aroma of the, those Dunkin' Donuts. It helps that they had, or I'm not sure if they still have those pink boxes, but the importance of Pasalubong is this. It's object permanence. If you have had a baby, you know, why peekaboo is very enjoyable for a baby is because when the baby thinks you're not there, she really thinks you're not there. But then if you do this to a two years old or maybe a three years old, they would now understand that when your face is behind the blanket, you're still there. Now there's object permanence. This is not a far cry when we talk about pasalubong. It simply means not because you're out of sight that you're out of my mind. When my parents had to work long hours, it's giving me a message that even though we were working, we were thinking about you. Here's a proof of that, which is the pasalubong. It's so endearing, isn't it? Now, for the OFWs who have not seen their children for maybe years, the balik bayam box that they get every so often is a reminder that I'm working, but I have not forgotten about you. When it comes to this Pinoy love language, 
many immigrants simply want to be remembered. Now, what's the best way to show how much you appreciate someone for their pasalubong other than telling them thank you is to basically remember. I, I think for the OFW, if you're sending a balikbayam box and mom is working, let's say, in Saudi Arabia, that you tell mom, oh, you know, mom, that hairbrush let's say a hairbrush was in the balikbayam box i was just using that as the best hairbrush is to remind them how beautiful that pasalubong was so reminding is very important and if you can't call mom regularly let's say not even once a week you can send her a mail or a package a la pasalubong style now, let's work on a case example. We can apply this in real world. Let's say you haven't seen your dad in a while and you're a dad, this girl, because you've been busy. So you call dad and dad said, you know, oh, I'm glad you called. And uh, you said, I oh, well, I'm coming over. Can I bring anything? And dad said, no, just bring yourself because I haven't seen you in a while. What would you do, right? Now, of course, it depends on if you know dad to be very direct. I mean, most people would just say, yeah, bring a dessert. And that's not a problem. But because you haven't seen dad, he's probably tampo, which is another Pinoy love language. He's not mad, but his feelings are hurt because you haven't remembered him. But of course, you have reasons for that. You might be busy. You know, if you have kids, you're taking care of kids. How? would you show up one way to do this if we're activating this pinoy love language is to bring a pasalubong to dad especially if you haven't seen him let's say three months of course you would just do this if this is uh, your truth let's say i was in san francisco and i bought something for dad and i'd say oh yeah you know dad i bought this for you three months ago that tells dad you have been thinking about him three months ago or that you know i was in the farmer's market last week i got this for you that is how to capitalize on the pinoy love language of pasalubong because it's telling dad oh that object permanence right that even though you haven't called me you haven't seen me I see you have been thinking about me. And sometimes it might seem superficial, but pasalubong or small token material things, they need not be expensive, but it's the, the expression that it gives you, the impact that, oh, wow, I was remembered. Now, again, we have millions of Filipinos in diaspora, especially our OFWs. When does the Pinoy love language of pasalubong goes awry? Can it be abuse? We'll talk about that when we return. Jantalang! Welcome back. Thank you for hanging out with me. Let's go back to when or can the abuse, right? Now, we see this. There is a difference with the socioeconomic status. I'm just talking about families in the Philippines. It's possible when the family had to give up a lot of their financial resource, for instance, to help one family member, let's say, to study and to work abroad. It's possible when that occurs 
that they now are expecting this pasalubong, right? Or they're expecting an allowance. So could that be abuse? It can be. I've seen uh, cases where the OFW is saying, aray, you know, that's too much. You know, I've given my right arm. Do I need to give you my left arm just so you'll be satisfied? I think the difference here is when the family gives up a lot of their, again, financial resource. They had to sell their carabao. One of the children was not able to get their education because everything was poured out into one person. There is an expectation that one person will lift up the whole family unit. Now, is that unfair? I think the judgment would be on the OFW, just for this example. Now, if you are, if that is in line with your core value, you feel like, oh, wow, yeah, I, I see that. I should at least remember them, give them some pasalubong because they did help me. And if that makes you feel good, more power to you because we get anxious or, or depressed when what we believe in is not in line to what we're doing. Whether or not people think that's right or wrong, you have to decide if that's right for you. Now, if you're giving to family and they're complaining and you find yourself hiding, I, I've known this for some people where when it's their family ringing them, they're like, oh, they don't want to answer. They get anxious because they may ask for more. How do you go about that? I think there is a place also for being tenderly direct. I think Filipinos in the Philippines may not know what's the cost of living in America or in Saudi Arabia to give them some information, to always align your values to what you're doing. I think that's the most important part. And if you need support, talk to a friend who has a balanced perception about the culture you're in, that mainstream culture, and then the Filipino culture, and then ask support, even professional help or support if need be. So just summarizing this Pinoy love language, again, pasalubong is a beautiful thing. It gives me a nostalgic feeling. You know, in California, we didn't have a lot of this Dunkin' Donuts. Now we have sporadically a branch here and there. I remember when I went somewhere and the stopover, I, I think we don't call that stopover in America, but we do in the islands, the layaway place is in Texas. I was so excited because I knew that the airport there had Dunkin' Donuts. It's that nostalgic. It's not so much about donuts. I don't even eat a lot of donuts, but it's the feeling that it gives me of remembering my parents working hard and that I knew even while they're doing their adult things that they were thinking about me. I wish you have something of that sort in your life right now. And if not, it's never too late to always make that connection. I'm going to leave you with that note. Again, if you have any questions for this Filipino therapist, email. Also, I would love it if you would leave a stellar review. This helps others to find this podcast. For now, I thank you for listening, for your time. And sa ulitin! So